How's everybody doing today? Welcome to another episode of Your Support Group. Hey, and today, me and Q just, got on. Just, 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 my just boy, Skip. How y'all feel? <laughs> What's going on? What's up? What's up? Your Support Group. So, um, Skip, look, if I told them everything you've done, then I'll be here forever. So, um, I'll let you... I feel you. Yeah, I'll let you go ahead and just give them a little snippet of what you do because I mean, Skip, Skip got some stuff for you. So there was um, one of the guys I used to work with had a funny uh, story around the office. Um, we used to have these uh, staff meetings when I did IT, which you can imagine are pretty boring, and people look for an excuse not to pay attention, but. Um, there would always be some stuff come up and we start talking and get off on a different, you know, topic about film or music or, you know, what, what have you, things that people talk about. And one of the managers one time said, Skip, what don't you do? And Buddy, buddy who was always quiet, sat up in his chair and said, F around. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's that's pretty tight. I was like, I was not expecting that, but that, that was um, that was on the spot. <laughs> but uh, yes, much much love for all that. But I uh, basically uh, for everybody who doesn't you know know me that well or not that familiar uh, by trade. Uh, since I was a teenager, I've been a writer. I started my career as a journalist. And I also started an independent label way back in the day. I uh, learned how to make films. So uh, essentially, I've had a production company at least part-time since I was um, in my early 20s. Uh, but it's difficult. A lot of people like to label themselves and label other people. Um, I don't know if I had to do that. I would say, you know, I, I'm... I am a writer, but I don't just write, but that's, you know, that seems to be, uh, where, where the trademark lies and the website is skippulley.com. And on the weekends before the, uh, I guess we're still calling this a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> before, I, I guess. before, <laughs> before all the, the whatever, you know, happened, uh, I was doing part time, mostly on weekends, uh, natural health. Uh, I have a natural health and healing practice called Kahuna Life. Um, the website is is still so slow going, but there's a YouTube channel and a Facebook group, um, and there's there's more information about it on my website, so you can look up Kahuna Life. Um, but in essence, uh, yeah, I just do a lot with media. Uh, I've got uh, three magazines: uh, Soundboy, which is SoundboyMag.com. Uh, Catharsis, which is Catharzine, is the actual magazine. Um, the um, online shop associated with it is Catharsis Books and Vinyl, uh, which people can look up. There's uh, YouTube channels for all these as well. And there is a um, uh, art, photography, and style magazine online that I can't do anything with <laughs> because I just can't get I just can't get it uh, to the point of, you know, where I can uh, keep an eye on it and have it uh, be something that I can manage. But it's called Ethic. Um, so that's EthicOnline.com. Uh, I'd love to have more content creators, but 
Um, most people who want to get involved with it are either models or photographers, and which is fine, but they just want to do their own thing. They don't want to do anything, you know, specifically that is sort of in a design where I can say, Hey, can I get blah, blah, blah. And they like, Oh, but I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Especially, you right. know, y'all, y'all know how. Oh, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, y'all know how it is. So um <laughs> I know where you're about to go. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just cut I'll just go ahead and cut that off. But but yeah, it you know, that is what it is. But um everything runs through uh dot com and uh here lately as of the last two weeks, uh knock wood, we'll see how it goes. I'm doing uh paid product reviews now. Oh uh, so uh yeah, it's and the interesting thing is, I hope that it opens up a lot more of um, uh, opportunities to, uh, you know, get some marketing of some other things done. Right. Because it doesn't pay very much, but I'm thinking I can probably sell everything that I review because, you know, I don't need, you know, three or four fancy coffee makers or um, a bunch of <laughs> exercise equipment. You know, I'm, I'm not going to keep stuff i'm just gonna you know i i lay basically lately i just i put it together i make a video i say it works or it doesn't work this is how it works here's the website this is what i think and you know that's it so uh now i'll probably can, have a really <laughs> yeah now I'll you have can a big say garage anything sale. you want to say but uh i mean that <laughs> unboxing stuff i mean i know you've heard of a youtube channel called unbox therapy yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's made a lot of money off of unboxing stuff and saying well, whether or not it works and whether or not That's it that's kind of I mean, that's kind of why I agree to it because I'm like it's weird because the way we think and what we actually do sometimes mm-hmm. is so different. Like I was the when it snowed really bad last week or when it iced rather and you couldn't get around I was like, I don't eat a lot of meat, but I was like, you know, I haven't made chili in a while. And I've been uh, uh, making this um, uh, recipe for salsa chili, which I'm like, man, that that sounds like it's good. Like, you have to really mess up to mess up something like that. You got the right person on the call today. You want to talk about salsa? (laughs) Give them some recipes. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. (laughs) I was on YouTube. Like, I was like, okay, I like this. It's coming out good. But let me get on here. And I was probably 20, 30 minutes on YouTube watching chili videos. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, there's something to this. So um, we'll see see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing as of late, which uh, I don't really mind. I mean, it it has an element of writing in it, which I do anyway, and and video, which I shoot anyway. And... um, you know, so it combines that. Oh, one last thing I totally forgot, and they would have been upset for me not mentioning it. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the Charlotte Indie Film Group, uh, which is like yes. the, the biggest thing going right now, which I, 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 I know that people are like, why don't you ever, uh, talk about us and plug the thing? And that's true. I, I, I don't push it like I should, but, uh, Charlotte Indie Film Group, part of the Indie Film Group network. So we have like Triangle Triad, Charlotte, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Atlanta, New York, New Jersey. And it's just all independent filmmaking. So yes. anybody who wants to make a film or be a or part has ideas mm-hmm. or be a part of a film, uh, definitely check that out. That's, um, 
the website is uh, IndieFilmGroups.com and the Charlotte Indie Film Group is on Facebook, which, of course, you can join. And we'd love to have you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I was going to say, uh, going back to the YouTube thing, YouTube has, because I've been, I've been doing a lot of studying lately because I, I've been thinking about uh, putting the podcast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But in a different format of uh, not actually us actually talking, like doing like the little mm-hmm. uh, pictures in the background, like the little video snippets in the background and stuff. So I was thinking about right. doing it like that, especially for the older episodes where there's no video at all for it or can't be no right. video for it at all. Right. But I was thinking about that and I was studying like the algorithms of things that people watch. And I'm like, it's some weird people in this world. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, <laughs> I've seen videos of car crashes get like twenty million views, and then oh yeah, it'd be something yeah. about like um popping a pimple on somebody's neck get like yeah. fifteen hundred views, and I'm like, what what in the world is going on here? Like, yeah. why are these people getting so many views off of absolutely nothing? It's I you said it. People are. I mean. It's an understatement to say people are weird. There, there are things out there that just like. But again, I just got done just like talking about how you know, okay, it's a chili making video or whatever, and I'm right. sitting here watching a half hour's worth you get without even. In. I mean, and, and you do get sucked in, and you lose track of time. You forget what you were doing right there. You're like, hmm, oh, let me watch this for a minute, or you think, okay, two or three minutes, I check this out, and then you look up at the clock. It's like an hour has gone by. Right, right. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, trust me. Like I I've spent a lot of hours watching YouTube. Like, um, and y'all and y'all all y'all YouTubers, y'all welcome. Y'all y'all actually made some money off of me over the last past couple of weeks because <laughs> I've been seriously just sitting up there watching YouTube and trying to understand why this video got so many views and why this video didn't get no views. And it's a really right. good video, you know. But right. like I said, some people are weird. And speaking of weird people, let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> speaking of weird people. Let's talk about tax season because this is when the really weird people come out. Like the thirty yes, party is man. about to start for real. Um, and I'm not, no. I'm not throwing nobody under the bus who buys a new car. Like, I wouldn't buy a new car right now, the way uh, they're marking up vehicles. But um, mm-hmm. if you need one, then sure, heaven, go out and go get one. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it's 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 an interesting, um, well, I don't know what you would call it, like, um, uh, it, it, not a juxtaposition, but it's, it's, it's interesting that you – there's a big argument about like when I start talking about this and I tell people to save and they're like, what do you, I, what, what's that word? I never heard. What are you talking about? <laughs> Is that English? Um, and people have in their mindset that they go out, they work hard and there's a little bit of extra money. So why not treat themselves? Why not do what they need to do because they're out there working hard. They're not harming anyone. And they feel like, okay, you know, now I can do a little bit something, you know, just a little something for me. And there is some truth to that. There's some, you know, I, I, I understand that argument, but I don't know 
you know, what the percentage of people is, but I, like, I live in East Charlotte, like, near, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm between, I'm between, well, it's Northeast, so I'm about halfway between Noda and University. Okay? That's why I started laughing, like, you really do need yeah. a car up in there. Well, oh my God, you can't walk anywhere over here. No. Um, but, but on top of that, this is the kind of neighborhood, um, that, first of all, just to give you some indication, when I bought my house here, you know how you see those commercials about you bundle and save? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, oh, let me put my, you know, homeowner's insurance on this thing. I called up Progressive, blah, blah, blah. And then the girl got back on the phone and said, okay, this is your new rate. And it went way up. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, uh-uh. No, no, no. I'm bundling the joint. <laughs> I, I said, I, I said, I think you got, I said, you jumped on the phone with the wrong person. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm bundling. And she's like, um, yeah, I know. She was like, uh, because of your new zip code, this is how much your auto insurance went up. And after being here a week, I understand perfectly what she was talking about and not to get, you know, I ain't going to say no graphic words on your program, but this stretch of East uh, Harris. So the plaza is on the corner. Mm -hmm. So down the block is um, Milton where Milton runs into Sharon Amity. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I moved over here and I started telling people, you know, around in the area where I was like, I was like, yeah, I bought a house off the plaza and blah, blah, blah. I was talking and they was like, oh, so basically brothers call it the Chicano 500. Okay. <laughs> White boys call it the N word 500. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because, and, and listen, it's, I mean, we I'm laughing, but I've personally, since I've been, I, so I moved here in 2016, I bought this house in 2016. There have been, four wrecks at the top of my block with fatalities not just like bad accidents four fatalities they they average a really serious car accident probably every uh month and a half maybe so there's like 10 serious accidents at this on this block every single year um and it's because they just people just drive like they never been in not only driven a car and right. never been inside a car, <laughs> um, like, like they never <laughs> been in motion inside of a metal vehicle with wheels in but it that's, before. That's, that's most of North Carolina, though. I mean, it's, I, it's a I NASCAR agree. state. I mean, anybody who driven through North Carolina knows. Like I've driven bumper to bumper in New York and New Jersey. No problem. Yeah. You might you might right. get a little scratch, a little bump or whatever, or somebody might come close to hitting you. But in, in, in North Carolina, I mean the roads is wide open, so you know they're gonna like yeah. the No, I, I agree. I totally I've I've driven New York, New Jersey, Atlanta, which is terrible. Oh, but you you but you have a point. It's almost like in those environments you know to expect it, you know to be more a little bit more defensive minded, and you don't have the opportunity to drive a hundred on a 35 mile an hour street <laughs> like you do here. And that's part one. Part two, I don't know if y'all are, you know, from the Midwest, you got folks from the Midwest, whatever people move here from the Midwest and they come from these towns that have two stoplights and a stop sign. And they just, I mean, like zero awareness of any traffic 
you yeah. know, regulations or uh, this block, you know, people run red lights like it's insane. Or the person um, in the so left lane try to make a right turn. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> do like, people ever do that? You, you know what people do here when you are making a left turn against traffic and you have your signal on? People come up to my left and try to make a left in front of me. Oh, do you wow. ever have? Yeah. That happens here. That well, happens above. Like I, I don't know whether they think you're just sitting there or whatever. And I'm like, I see them pull up on my left, and I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you going? But that's and they turn, <laughs> and they make a left. Yeah, well, in New York, they do it just because. Hey, I'm doing this. Hey, buddy, you in the way? Would, Get out the way, buddy. Yeah. Anybody, anything else would inconvenience me, so I'm gonna go ahead and do this. But here, I think they do it just because they're dumb. Like they don't. Like, that happens here a lot. I think people think, oh, this car has been sitting there for two seconds. So, therefore, they can't possibly be looking <laughs> to see if anybody... And that's how their brain works. They're like, okay, if it's been three seconds and they haven't just pulled out at random, I'm just going to try to pass them on the left and make the same turn that they are. And we'll just both turn left at the same time and try not to hit each other. But yeah, that's that's it's a huge concern, and and you were correct to laugh when I said to you, Charlotte. You start laughing. Yes, mm-hmm. you you are correct. Oh yeah. So I don't I, I don't blame people, and my, like you said, look, just a little <laughs> short story here. My in laws live off the plaza. So, okay. Yeah. Right. Like my wife. Yeah, literally. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's my, rough. I know. My wife literally got into an accident on the plaza coming from my in laws' house, and I tell her all the time. Yeah. I say. Uh, cut the back way, go down W.T. Harris, and then hop on the highway. Because we live in Gastonia, which is... Right. You you, you, you would rather be in Charlotte <laughs> and yeah, get hit yeah, yeah. than be, get hit in Gastonia. Because nine times out of ten, if you get hit in Gastonia, you're getting hit by a truck. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. the area. Everybody got a truck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, I know how it goes. Yeah, and right. And... and but that, yeah, that's what I was like when you said everyone here needs a car. That's correct, and that is true. But getting back to what people do with their taxes, and, and as far as uh, you know, cars, which is a huge thing. You hear the marketing, which is always suspiciously towards people of color. But not gonna get into that. Oh, but um, yeah. <laughs> but but what people do here. And again, I don't know if y'all, you know, have experienced this. It's just, and this is a nice neighborhood. I like my neighbors, but there's a lot of people on this side of town, men especially, and sometimes divorced or separated. And they have like everything pimped, rims and custom paint job, all this stuff. And meanwhile, their kids can't read or are right. eating bologna sandwiches or don't have a coat. Right. And I see that multiplied so many times uh in in terms of the effect at tax time because now they're yeah. like okay i got you know and again what i was telling kenny before about it being extra money it's not really extra everybody's it's got a bill they can pay off it's yeah. your money like so, it's not extra money it's your money they just took it from you <laughs> right. yeah basically they're paying you with your own dough is <laughs> how we used to say it in the 70s they're paying you back with your own bread, okay? okay? And and you know, so it's it's a difficult tightrope that people walk because they figure, yeah, you know, I want to do something nice for myself, but honestly, I I don't have I don't have kids, so I don't I can't speak, you know, in, in terms of experience, but I do know that when you have children, 
the children's um, priorities come before yours. I mean, that's that's common sense. When when it doesn't, then that's this is why you see so many rest homes <laughs> full to capacity right. because you know they they were you know not very good parents. Then they got old. The kids was like, okay, you know, pops in a home, you go, mom, here you go. We'll see you maybe Christmas, et cetera, et cetera. And 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 again, I'm not I'm not saying that uh, you know that's that's like the ultimate bad thing to do. Sometimes it's a necessity, but yeah, sometimes it, you it's, can't you can't be everywhere at one time. You know, sometimes no, you and, gotta, that, and that and that's true. You gotta you and gotta bite true. the bullet on it and say, hey, ma, um, I gotta put you here because I still gotta work, and you know, right? It's, it's a necessity uh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, and especially in uh, cultures of color, because you know it's difficult explaining a lot of times that you know. When I was a kid, we they would be like two, three generations in the same house. You know, we, they just didn't, you know, yeah. put, have put folk in homes and stuff like that. But at the same time, everybody in the house didn't have to work the way they do now. Right. So it, it's 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 understood that it can be a necessity, but everybody knows somebody who can't wait to put the parents in a home. Yeah. And part part of that is it's because you know what? Maybe I needed. The, the extra money for something for school. Maybe I need to get my teeth fixed. Maybe I needed X, Y, Z growing up. And, you know, you had the rims. You had, you know, uh, I don't know what you, if you, if you marry, what you're doing with a, a $1,500 watch, the $50 watch is difficult for most people to tell that it's a $50 watch. Look, so, I mean, I'm, people I'm, like extravagances, and this the tax season is one of those seasons where people do that. Right. You know? I'm one of those people who are big on uh, their kids. Like, when you go to a cookout, I, I want, like, if we making steak, don't say the hot dogs for the kids and the steak is for us. No. If I'm right, steak, right. My kids are eating steak. Like, right, I, I've never right. been one of those parents to where, you know, I have more than my kids because. Right, they're the future that's going to take care of me. At the exactly, end of the day. like I have nothing exactly. but girls, so I have to take care of them. How I'm going to eat later on in life? <laughs> right. I mean, and and you you made the point better than I could have stated because all, all I was saying was folk just you know <laughs> shove their parents in a home, but that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, you it's it's it that's that's how life works. You take care of them, so later on they take care of you, right. and it's like a symbiotic relationship. Right. And I don't know about y'all too, but in the mail, do y'all get those glossy packs of not even coupons anymore? It's just like, like, they're like circulars, but they're more like heavy and it's like either waxy or kind of cardboard and it's for like, uh, Cons Home Plus and Rennes Center <laughs> and all these things that like, you know, you would, if you did do it, you would almost go and hock just to get a lamp or a table, or you'd be paying for a recliner, which you would pay for a used car. You would basically people, be dying to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, and then you'd be yeah, paying for people, it for so many months that is just pointless. You might you you would have came out cheaper just cutting your losses, just going out there and go buy the thing at full price. Exactly, and I understand exactly. that that some people and and I call it the. Uh, what what I call it? I call it the microwave addiction. You know, um, mm. what happens is everybody wants things right now. 
You know, think about a microwave. You put your food in there, it immediately heats mm-hmm. up. Instead of you taking that same water and putting it on the stove and letting it gradually boil, right? you have to basically, and like you were saying, you have to basically save your money and build up to buy those things. Sometimes right. you're not just going to immediately have it. And, and I understand that. I like nice things. And it's, I think it's easier to justify, you know, you're, you're getting your kids things like that because... You know, you you are kind of living vicariously through them. You're like, hey, I'm going to get you these, um, you know, kicks because, you know, when I was maybe in the sixth, seventh grade, I wanted a pair of kicks like that and I couldn't get them. But there's nothing preventing you from having them. And also we live in a time where if, you know, if you use your common sense, you can buy things that are, are both quality and, you know, I guess what kids would call a name brand. You know, when I was a kid, there really wasn't that like the 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 quality stuff was all like square that was like you know if you wanted yeah. if you bought something that lasted it wasn't fashionable right. and all the fashionable stuff tore up so you know it put everybody in a bad spot but now you can kind of do that you can kind of say hey this is a quality thing you know to, as long as they know how to take care of their stuff well my and my, it, my middle daughter she's the most cheapest child in the world like she she knows how to budget a dollar. I didn't teach her that. I know for sure mm. her mama didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my middle daughter, she's like seriously, like she'll ask if something's in budget or she'll be, if it's something like really expensive, she'll be kind of hesitant to ask about it. But, mm. you know, like I told her, I said that if you don't ask about it, then you'll never know whether or not you can get it. I, I don't have that issue with my middle daughter. Um, it's the oldest one. She she's mm-hmm. into this whole purse thing. And oh, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. She's about to be I eighteen had, in um, July, so she oh, can purse boy. herself on yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, I don't know four nieces, and they're all in the age range. I guess around from like fourteen to nineteen, and that's what they talk about when they talk about coming to Charlotte and they like, Hey, can I come in? But they're not really talking about coming to visit me. They want us to come see me so I could take them to South Park or one of the places that they don't have where they live. So they can look at these, you know, outrageous, uh, bags that, uh, are, you know, you have to have for some reason. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. My wife, my wife does an excellent job when it comes to her purses. Like she always finds a deal. Like they be some bad purses too. I'd be like, "Dag, did you buy me anything? Spent up all the money?" And she'd be like, "No, this only cost thirty bucks." I'm like, "Really? You should have yeah. bought me one." <laughs> Look, I yeah, took that thing and put it on eBay. It made me some money. Yeah, I, I think I got, I think I got my bargaining stuff from. Probably for my grandparents. I, my my parents, it wasn't that they were frugal. It was just they were them parents who's like, no, you're not getting that. Like, like even if it was something you could afford, they were like, nah, I better. I grew up that way where it was like always no. They can have a yeah. million dollars in their pocket and they'd be like, no. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, right. why? Or, 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 at least, or at least it was like uh, dealing with um, – an insurance claim. The first answer was always no, because <laughs> <laughs> you you can have 
you can have cancer and call the insurance company, and that first one, it's gonna be no. Is you so dead yet? You just, but no. Yep. You just you just <laughs> gotta keep you just gotta keep at them. Um, and that was mostly for my mom. You know, uh, my pop sometimes. If I if I kind of got it to where it would be in his better interest, he would weigh his options and be like, "Yeah, okay, let's do it," or any, or anything that would you know create silence and <laughs> distance. Yeah. So my my parents were really pragmatic. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> when I was growing up, Love. but um, but yeah, those 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 things that uh, come in the mail this time of year and the commercials are like. You know, y'all ever see these, uh, those, those cards? They're like, they're like infomercials, but they last like a half hour, an hour. And it's always a white guy, a white guy talking black selling cars. Yeah. And he's like, you you ever see them? It's like, yeah, come on down. Uh, What is it called? Uh, 88 Yeah. I I, I don't know the guy's name, but, um, he, he, he sounds like basically, Every single custodian in every single office building I've ever talked to on my way to lunch, <laughs> you know, like, like, hey man, come on down. What you get? What? What you ain't gonna get that? Uh, uh, you got you can get that shit Camaro from blah blah blah. I'm like, where you from? He's like Lancaster. Where you gonna find a car like this at? Where you gonna find a car? Like, yep. like, yep. uh, at another car lot because I definitely ain't buying one from you. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 that it's that time of year, and yeah, it's really like, um, like you're gonna get a whole bunch of stuff in the mail. You're gonna see all these people. Look at all the new stuff that's coming out. I bet you like two pair right. Jordans, two pair Jordans gonna drop like within the next couple of weeks. You watch, two, right. like, everybody gonna have them on. Like, why would I want to dress like everybody else? But anyway. Yeah, they're trying to maximize, you know, their their profit uh, margins based on the season, the time of year. They're like, okay, people who spend money, this is the only time of year they're going to have it. But, so but we, this, we need to hit them hard. But peep this, you know. All during last year, they're telling you it's a shortage on stuff. But now, all oh, of a yeah. sudden, now that it's tax season, where did, exactly. where did all this stuff come from? Exactly. Was it always there? <laughs> All the all listen. So this first of all, and not to get off on this because it'll take up a lot of time, but I was on I was quote unquote front line all of 2020, most of 2021, and I can tell you that the quote unquote supply chain issues, a lot of that was manufactured and intentional. Oh, yeah. and it has to do has to do with multinational corporations in China because it was easy to resolve and. Right. You and and they could have had the reserves unload the ships, boom, boom, boom. They getting paid anyway, and and that solves that. But instead, it was like, well, we're we're powerless to do anything about it, and all this food is going away. No, it's not. They could have easily gotten things where they were supposed to go, and a lot of that was contrived. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Now they're you know everything is seemingly in abundance after being quote-unquote short like you know they were saying last uh you know few months oh we don't you can't even go to a tire place to get tires because they can't get the the rubber the the materials for the tires or uh there were like um components that they they we oh we can't build this whole car because 
we don't have the chip. Right, but in the middle of that, they still coming out with brand new cars. Exactly. Yeah. And it it make, it make you start thinking like weird stuff, like especially when they start talking about the tires. Like, do the tires have COVID? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Does rubber have COVID? Because yeah. I, I I need to know. I order stuff from China just for you know my production company or for the film group or whatever. And during the height of what they were saying, like they would get somebody would get back to me in the email and say, "Oh, this is four months out," and blah blah blah. Again, I would get it in like two weeks, and this yeah. is from China. Yeah, and I'm like, "What happened to the like after all of that?" Like they would send me two, three emails like, "Oh, this is gonna be, oh, it's gonna be hung up in San Diego for about two months or I whatever." I know a bunch of people like that. They'd be like, "Kenny, I kid you not, it came here in like three days." <laughs> Yeah, like a week like, later. Kidding? Yeah, I got a, a week later. I get this thing being like, uh, uh, your FedEx delivery is on route. And I'm like, what? It was like, <laughs> it was like, and, but they do that anyway. I mean, they did that when, uh, the tornadoes hit the Midwest. I had stuff coming from places wasn't even close to there. And they were like, oh, it's delayed due to the storm. And I'm like, how is this the the Midwestern tornado affecting something coming from uh, Myrtle Beach to Charlotte? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that. Like, I was like, dude, just tell me to just tell me you don't want to drive or you don't want to unpack it. Like, just tell me, just be honest. I mean, I get it. I'm Listen, not gonna. If you, you want to pull a Netflix on me <laughs> and, and upcharge right. me for it, just let me know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just let me know. Like, that, you know. I, I just appreciate honesty. That's all. Yeah, I just appreciate the honesty. Like, if you want me to add an extra five dollars to it, fine. You know, right? Like, I, I don't exactly. need. I don't need a delay on something that's coming from Concord to Gastonia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, matter of fact, let's let me keep my money in my pocket. I'm going straight up there. I'm gonna drive up there and go get it myself. <laughs> you could for what they charge. Like, it's just stupid stuff man but and now now too during this season we got gas prices that don't even make any sense like it looked like for a minute there i'm gonna be honest it looked like for a minute there they were starting to go down and then all of a sudden january 15th hit (laughs) yeah and now i kid you not it's almost like 320 330 (laughs) gas stations again when i was when i was uh doing like um mostly it was uh pos systems and um retail but we also did like pharmacies and you know things like that so i was everywhere i was like healthcare facilities and offices and warehouses and whatever i was on the road a lot and the 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 gas prices even then were just steadily you know creeping up and I have a sports car and it is not efficient. And so <laughs> I'm filling up <laughs> at all. So when I'm, I fill up, it's not quite like a suburban, but it's, it's pretty high. Like, and I, I have the kind of car where you can't just, and you remember back in the day where you could just put some gas, like, Hey, you know, let me get $10 for gas. You should put the $10 in. Mm-hmm. You can't even hardly do that with cars now. They don't even work that way. If mm-hmm. you, if you are, you know, a quarter of a tank, you have to top it off. And I, you know, I would always try my best to get it to where it was either the light was on or the needle was as far down. 
as it would go, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna get all I can out of this joint right here. You sound you know? like me so, and my wife. Like we'll be yeah, looking at the it, car. You know, I mean, I didn't put myself in danger. No, but I'm no, like, no. Okay, we'll wait till yeah. you get down to about thirty. The light will be on now, for keep, a good minute. But we'll wait right, till you get down now, to keep about it, thirty. Keep in mind, keep in mind, I, my territory was like I had way out, uh, like Albemarle. And oh, out wow. towards Waysboro, Rockingham, whatever. And this wasn't always like the main road. Like normally, mm-hmm. you know, you go to those places, you like, okay, I'm gonna stick on Highway 74 the whole way. No, 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 no. no. This was like I'd be in a town that I'd never heard the name of before, and I'd have to go into a food lion to ask them what town I was in and and what was this other town's name. And even though I had the even the GPS didn't know. Like yeah. how bad? What? How? How far in the woods do you have to be for the GPS? Like, and it it, it, not, it just would it wouldn't say like the wrong thing. It would just be quiet, and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, what's you? Are know, you gonna say something? Or, or yeah, I'd be like, and the thing you know how it go boop boop, and I'd be like, um, where is uh Pittsburgh, yeah. North Carolina? And it would just like boop boop. And like you wouldn't say anything, and then uh, like two minutes later it would be like keep straight. And I'm like no no no. What, what you talking about? Mm-mm. Tell me like a thing. Don't just say go. Yes, yeah, um, it's definitely parts of Stanley County that's like that. Like I, I oh, back yeah. when I used to be yeah. a, a medical carrier, um, I was out. I had to go make a run out to uh, Stanley County because they was having some issues, and I had to make a run up out there. And I was like, Dad, it's a hospital up out here. But yeah, how do you feel about people investing in crypto with a tax return? Crypto is something I'll be honest with y'all. Crypto, if somebody's being honest with you who invests a lot, which I used to, I don't anymore. You you, you have to know what you're doing. It's not going to be a magic formula to Mm -hmm. where. It's like, okay, I'm going to put money in this and it's definitely going to pay off. Now, having said that, it's better than doing what a lot of people I know and I'm sure y'all know too do play the lottery all the time and play like they're actually coming out ahead. Not that you can't win. I mean, I've fooled around with it and won a little money, but these people who play it as a part of their income for some reason, don't seem to factor in how much they're actually spending on the tickets because you can do the math and say, look, you won this much, but you spent this much. So you are basically, you're basically uh, paying, you know, the state to give you part of your money back. Right. It's a, it's a lot though. When you, when you take it in. So you basically, because most people that play the lottery don't have no money. They play it in the hope of getting money. Um, so right. you're taking money away from people that's fairly probably broke. Um, mm-hmm. Then on top of that, um, you're causing an addiction, basically a gambling addiction, because now you're saying, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's all right for you to go out here and go gamble. And then right. the third part about that is, where's the money going? Right. They exactly because it's supposed to be for education. I don't see no schools getting much better here. Um, the kids in this neighborhood are really dumb. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to say it like that. But just talk about the babies. Like, why don't you? 
<laughs> but I mean, it, it, and, and that has more to do with the parents. But also, yeah, it's. I don't think if it's going to schools, it's not going to any of the schools around here. I know that for sure. But um, yeah, you're right. It kind of it is kind of a victim victimizing system. Now, I will tell y'all something I found out when I was out on the road, especially working in um like Harris Teeters and, and places like that, more like a step up from from the uh like the food lions and the, the you know, save a lots or whatever. A lot of upper middle class white people played the lottery. A lot. Way more than I thought. Which was a Ooh. big surprise to me because I would go like a lot of places that I would go into, um uh, there's actually some of these stores aren't even around anymore, but there, that was a huge part of their, you know, sales, like was, uh, tobacco, 40s, a lottery tickets. And we're talking supermarkets. These aren't like bodegas and convenience right. stores. You know, they, they, they customer service would be the only place in the store that had a line because that's where you got those products. You got mm -hmm. the tobacco products. And I guess, you know, they could check out alcohol anywhere, but they would have to go to um, the service desk to get uh, the lottery ticket. So it was a big surprise to me to see, you know, that demographic of uh, a lot of el older sort of Caucasian people. <laughs> yeah. Q, you still there? I'm still here. Oh, okay. You just... Oh, look. I know, sure, I totally forgot. Somebody else was there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you need to, cause me and Kenny can go on and on and on and on. <laughs> so you, Thanks, Kim. you got, you got to, Thanks a you lot. got to jump in. You got to jump in on that, cause you know he and I can just flip it back and forth. But and and this goes back to what you were saying about, um, you know, uh, people spending money around this time of year. And this is something I used to talk about when I would talk to, like, classes and teenagers and things like that. The the bottom line of it is, and and this tax season is a good season to uh, sort of save and at least you know put away some savings and things like that. The averages are so different when you talk about the average black family and the average uh, Caucasian family or non at least non Hispanic or black family in that. Uh, a white couple, let's say, let's say they don't have kids. Let's say they're just a couple. The average white couple that makes their household makes six, uh, 60 to 80 grand. They're actually worth, you know, 120, 130. Whereas the average black household that makes 60 to 80 grand is worth 30 or 40. Yeah. And a big reason for that is because our culture in that we buy things that immediately depreciate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're talking about cars that, Depreciate as soon as you drive them off the lot. If I see another person with a brand new Maserati, <laughs> listen, I'm going I mean, literally run up there with my impact gun and take your wheels off and run. It, it's 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 things that don't like. Even if it, let's say it doesn't appreciate, it doesn't have resale value like luxury items yeah. and you know, like I was saying before, jewelry, watches, uh, clothing. Things like that. Those are things that those average, you know, non-Hispanic, non-black households, they that that mindset is different. You know, they they put they put money into things where the money's gonna stay or it's gonna come back to them, and it creates generational. And you know, Kenny knows as good as anyone else. I'm I'm a revolutionary. Look, I know all about 
uh, redlining. And, and in fact, uh, our mutual friend, Ben, we had a super deep conversation with somebody who was busting on. He was trying to say that generational um, racism and institutional racism didn't exist. And we had to straighten them out because, yes, of course, there's a lot of things in the country that, you know, were not a level playing. In fact, still to this day still on a level playing. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, like... So- <laughs> Well, so, so it shouldn't even be the that. Concept. Yeah, so that much, that much is is most certainly true. But we definitely don't help things when you know the the money we get. The, our first instinct isn't let me open a new checking checking account. Let me uh, open a new savings account. Let me see what kind of uh, investments that they have through whatever funds or. And again, I'm not trying to tell people to do 401ks and things like that because a lot of that. A lot of that stuff is just as unsteady. And as, yeah, before we go any know, further, I want to make it understood: we're not telling you what to do with your money. We're just trying to give you a yeah, perspective exactly. of exactly. what to do with your money instead of buying a brand new Maserati. Because listen, if I catch you in the Maserati, <laughs> <laughs> why do people buy brand new Maserati when you can buy? Listen, and, and and this is a prime example of what Skip is saying right now. A brand new Maserati costs you about what? 120, 130, somewhere around there. Right now with the markups, right? Brand new. Yeah. Just in just in the door with no feature. Yeah, That's brand new. That's the start. Yeah. Brand new. Yeah. Once that thing leaves the lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You ever see a rock go into some water? Because that's basically what you just did. As soon as you cross that threshold, you just threw a rock in some water and just suck all the way down to the bottom. Because now right. that Maserati is probably worth half of what you paid for it, about 60000 yeah. And within yeah. a year, it depreciates even more to about right. 30000 Like, come on. Like, those are, right. listen, only way I buy a luxury car or any car, really, that's really like that big thing is if it's used. My Hyundai mm-hmm. was a little bit more on the lenient side because right now I can still about just about get my money about my Hyundai because they, they're fairly decent cars except for the ones that don't catch on fire. I'm sorry, Hyundai. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No jazz at you. Well, I still love I, you. I, I said I have a Hyundai too. <laughs> yeah. But, I've, I, I've had one. In fact, I, I don't know any black person who has never had a Hyundai at some <laughs> point in their life. Yeah, Hyundai is here. <laughs> Yeah, I've, oh, I've, had, I've had a Hyundai, I've had a Kia. Hey, I don't, I don't support it. Both of them, Joy. I, I, I know look, where you at. Look, it's better than better than American cars. Look, I love so, my Hyundai. It it has gotten me. It's been hitting the back and everything, and it still drives like it's normal. But at the end of the day, the depreciation on that Hyundai is far less than on that Maserati. And right. so, what I'm saying is, why? are we always stuck in that pattern of buying depreciating assets? We have to get out of that mindset. So one of the things that I talked about before is one of the things that people of color very rarely do is that we don't talk to our children about financial literacy. We don't Mm -hmm. teach them how to budget. We don't teach them about debt management. We don't teach them about saving and or investing. So like when I was growing up, Basically, we live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was in that mindset, you know, paycheck to paycheck, Rob Peter to pay Paul. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I started saying to myself, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to just barely get by. So I started studying these things on my own to figure out ways where I could have a surplus of money so I didn't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Right. And so those were things that I started teaching to my children. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we have to do in our community is we have to start teaching our kids at a very young age. Like sit them down at the table and say, look, this is what the bills look like. You know? Right. This is how much the, money the fun the in the fundamentals exactly because because you're not like in in the way most kids are now it's not I mean they're not gonna listen everyone's young once and yeah. <laughs> everyone does everyone does things that young people do and it's better to make those mistakes it's better to make mistakes when you're 22 than when you're 52. Because yeah. when you're 22, you got time to get over you it. Recover. And you got time. Yeah. You can recover and say, phew, okay, I ain't going to do that no more. Right. But, but yeah, you, you can talk to them about the fundamentals and say, this is what this is about. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I believe, yeah, that, that it will stick. And a lot of people... A lot of people don't do that. I don't. I don't know whether it's like. Um, I don't know if I would call it a like a fear or a hesitancy, or maybe it's just they. If they feel like they bring that up, that the you know the the children will come up um, a little bit wary of having money. But I think anything's better than the alternative, which is <laughs> the way that culture is now, especially with. Look at our top earners. Look at football players and athletes. They're always broke. Millions of dollars and they go broke because they just you never had money before. They don't know what to do with it. They turn around. Entertainers, too. You know, in fact, entertainers probably even more so. It's definitely a cycle of, of repeating itself. Yeah. Well, this one, one of the pastors at uh, a church I used to attend, she said, if you can't manage $5, you can't manage $5 million. Right. Right. So you have to learn the basics. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, back in the day, we used to go to the mall. We did not have no debit card. We did not have, look, you went to the mall with 5 or $10. You had to stretch. And you're like, <laughs> okay, this is, this is my arcade money. This right. is my cassette tape money over here with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my this is my Orange Julius money. Right I was here just about to say Orange. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you got to cop that OJ. Yeah, you got to cop that OJ. In the spot. What? Yeah. <laughs> they still got one of those at that old timey mall in Concord. Have you been there? It's called. Yeah, uh, I think it's just called Carolina Mall. Yeah, uh, man, it's like going, it's going back in time, son. Yep. They got a Maurice's in there. Yep, my uh, like, daughter actually got her ears pierced there. Um, the baby, the two year old, just got her ears pierced wow. there, like last year. Yep, I was shocked when I went in there. I was like, "This is 1987, my son. I am gonna stay here forever." But it's it's really clean in there. It's really clean. It is. It is the it's most like, nicest. It is like a, a new exactly. It's like a weird, like new state of the art mall with old they got like a uh I thought I was gonna see a record bar any second. They got Look, that going I'm bugging because they still stores. got Sears there. <laughs> they do oh my god, they do, you're right. <laughs> So, but, but yeah, that's, you know, that's what you were saying about paycheck to paycheck and, and, you know, we didn't have a choice, but to a lot of times learn how to budget like that, because 
we didn't have that safety net of, well, we might have resources or, you know, I ran out of money. I'm going to ask, you know, mom or pop for this or that. Man, mm-hmm. I knew when that $10 was up, it was up. Yeah, right. And it was like, if I held out my hand, my moms would slap me five. And be like, yeah, let's, <laughs> yep. let's, let's do the bump because you ain't getting no more money. Yeah. That's it. And then you got to also, too, going back to, like, our parents' parents, um, we didn't trust banks. Like, banks was taking, mm-hmm. taking black people money. So, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that, that financial literacy, like you said, is, is non-existent. I mean, it, it, right. it's non-existent. Like, I'm actually, like, teaching my kids and working with my kids now. I'm like, you, you know, I'm working with my kids now to try to teach them how to save a dollar or what you do with this or how you pay this bill. Like, I had to learn all this stuff on my own. Like, I had to learn how to even fill out a money order on my own. Uh-huh. I mean, even uh-huh. though it's not that hard if you're literate, but... Yeah, but, no, I... Still, I, I, I you know, well, you, like I said, when you're young and you're just starting out and you're hard-headed, and you got to learn things. Yeah, it, it kind of, um, it, it, at that time in my life, I all of a sudden was glad that my parents were such like pragmatists of, you know, no, don't do that. You have to do this. This is your priority or whatever. Uh, not that I listen, because again, you, when you're 20, you're going to be 20. I mean, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it, that's just how it goes. Like I, I, I was, I was a pretty smart together 20 year old, but I was 20. Yeah. Somehow, somehow between 15 and 20, like men get like dumb. Like we, yeah, like we can be the most smartest kid all the way up to about 15 oh, yeah. and just get dumb from 15 all the yep. way to 20. And then about 21, we start to start to click yep. back in. But yeah. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. And, and I, one thing that definitely doesn't help. Like when I was, I guess, a freshman, a sophomore in high school, uh, we had mandatory classes like uh, bookkeeping, record keeping, uh, typing. Like you couldn't not take that stuff. And that's stuff they don't even offer anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, you know, kids don't know how to fill out, uh, you know, a W-4 tax form. Or, I mean, they'll be lucky to know how to fill out uh, an application and most of them don't know how to do that. At least a lot of the applications I get. They don't even know what a resume is, some of them. Right. Or they think if they have a resume, they don't have to fill out an application. And when somebody asks them to do it, they're like, oh, I got to do this. And it's crazy looking because, you know, they figure, okay, I already got this resume together. But, um, yeah, when I was I, – I think that was mandatory probably up until my junior or senior year. At least not all of them. But you had to have something like you had to have one of those things. And, and I remember there was a, either a record keeping or bookkeeping class. And this teacher was like, you know how them, te- them teachers are not the most popular teachers in the school <laughs> anyway. And but man, she would teach you like, you know, this is how you fill out a bank slip. This is how you do this and do that. And if you didn't do it right, she would call you out like, you know, like so. So you're going to starve to death because you're. You know, if you don't if you don't make it to college or you get thrown out of college, right. you don't know how to fill out the slip. Right. So, um, but they don't even have that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have. Um, I tutor kids uh, that, you know, they technically a lot of them they don't have anything that teaches them like grammar and punctuation. Um, they might have an English class, but a lot of time it's like English lit. Come on, man! They don't even write in cursive no more. Yeah, they don't. You're right. They they don't teach you any type of uh, 
script or cursive writing. Oh, when man. I when I was in when I was in junior high, they still had correspondence. In other words, they would teach us how like dear so and so sincerely, mm-hmm. and they don't have anything they like that. None now. of that no more. Now they teach you how to type and put LOL at the end of the statement. Yeah, yeah. and that's why. That's why 30, 40 year old grown people now walk right up to you and just start talking. Like, not, hey, how's it going? My name is so and so, or hey, how are you? Or, they just roll up on. Like, did y'all? I mean, I, I'm yeah. new to that. Like, I, I, up that. until, yeah. like, about five years ago, I started noticing that. Or either they talk to you like they're texting you. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, <laughs> like, honestly. I was I was out at a film event and somebody was talking and I just looked at them. I was like, "Were you talking to me this whole time? Like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> like, because yeah. they didn't like if you don't say, hey, like I don't, I'm not saying you have to be formal. Like, you don't have to say, excuse me, sir, but you can say, hey, how's it going? My name's so and so, or excuse me, or whatever. But mm-hmm. no, they just roll up on you and start talking. So I ignore them. Cause I don't know what you thought. I don't know if you're talking to me or whatever. Yeah. And I, God, people do that so often. And I think it's because no one ever taught them to, you know, like the basics of interaction. And, right. you know, Q doesn't that go back to like what you said about the, 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 the fundamentals about things like, like finance and things like that. You have to know the key basics of interacting with people so that you're good, even if you are like broke or bad with money or you make a lot of mistakes when you're young if you're good at talking to people and interacting with people you'll find out a lot of that can slide and i'm not just speaking from experience but i kind of am so so you know and i i mean uh what's the old saying personality goes a long way i'm trying to tell you because there's a lot of it's a lot of people that don't know what the heck they're doing in power right. uh, places of power. Oh so, my god! Yeah. Trust Who me, are you it, telling? It's it's all about <laughs> character sometimes. Well, yeah. yeah so I, I guess we're not gonna have a conversation about five hookers and a bag of cocaine. So, uh, <laughs> what? Your tax <laughs> That's gonna be the name of this episode: five hookers and a bag of cocaine. That's gonna be the name of the episode. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what most people going to do with their tax returns. They they might as well do it because uh, they come out better yeah. doing that than some of the other stuff they about to go do. Shit. You might as well go get five well, hookers and a bag of cocaine and call it a day. I'm telling you, man. You buy it. They get back, they can get five hookers. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> they get they getting them cheap ones. Oh Lord! They getting they getting yeah. the, the the cheap hey, ones. Hey, like, listen, I'll have y'all. I mean, is it just me? I hate it. I really hate to run folk down, but daggone, every hooker in the world is on Snapchat right now because I get I get endless messages from, and I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> at first I'd be thinking it's just somebody saying like, hey, what's up? You know, trying to holler at me, and I look. And they, it's like, you know, uh, buy my videos, or like, and I was like, I don't think you understand how this whole thing works. Well, you know, Craigslist and, like, and Backpage, all that is shut down and OnlyFans, right. you, can't, you can't sell on right. OnlyFans, quote, unquote. But some right. of them do. Some of them do. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> What'd you think? What? Chris? I'm talking <laughs> to Yeah, she, she, she's like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see my way out of whatever's 
like, cue like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Where did, yeah, where did this yeah. conversation go? We talk about tax returns here. Oh, yeah. She, she hit us hey, with the Allen hey. Iverson. We talk about practice. Listen. You talk about practice. Listen. <laughs> Kay, Kenny's not lying, man. I know a lot of guys, especially, you know, who've been wanting to slip out on the slide as it is, and then they got that little bit of money. Uh, I don't know if COVID shut down the, the strip clubs or not, but they're no. going to find a way to... You okay. can make it rain with a mask on. You okay. can make it rain with the mask on. Okay. Me. I mean, they're going to they gonna find a way to... You know, they got that money is burning a hole in their pants. Like, the money... The money is like, look, I'm gonna be gone regardless. The you fact might that, as well right. throw me at a hoe. Right. <laughs> and the fact that they haven't grasped the concept that the money is theirs. The money right. has always been yours. Right. Why are you acting yeah. like this is all new money? You should know. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know, you, you sit around and you let them pin with you at H and R block and at all these different places Ooh. that do your taxes. And then you don't get mm-hmm. back half your stuff, and H and R Block mm-hmm. got back half your taxes. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, and it, and, it, just... and, it, and it's it's deep, y'all. I mean, we 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 are talking about just like scratching the surface on a lot of this oh, stuff. Trust it's me, deep. it's way deep. And 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 you know, especially about you know people who haven't had money, they have money, blah blah. But I think everyone made a good point that it is better to be cautious. And that was the point I was trying to make when you asked me about investing. It's better to err on the side of caution. Yeah. You know, don't just jump into something because really that's not any better decision truthfully than than buying a lottery ticket or a new car or whatever. Because if you don't know what's going to happen when you I mean, obviously, we never know 100 percent with an investment. But if you haven't done the homework or the research or asked anyone or anything, and you put money into something and it goes away, I mean, you're really not any better off than if you did buy the scratch-offs and, and go to the truck stop out by uh, 77 yeah. Statesville Avenue. Yeah. So. Well, the number one rule that I use when investing is I don't let my advisor advise me on any product that I don't understand. Like, if I don't know how it's going to be, I don't want it. Right. Like, don't be trying to sell me nothing talking about something crazy. And I'm like, right. how that's going to make right. me money. Right. Yeah. Talking about something. Yeah, this is a black product. And then you start looking yeah. up yeah. the people, the CEO, and all that. And you're like, it's a black no. product. It's not ran yeah. by black people. Stop trying to sell right. me on this. Now, now that, now that is a show, especially in Charlotte. <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight up. I, I lost so many arguments about. And I don't get me wrong, I've worked with so many black-owned business associations here, but I always tell them, look, and 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 again, it's just like that tightrope I was saying, you can't tell grown folk, you know, they say, I want to buy something for myself. Same thing applies with black businesses. It's like, I'm not saying wig stores and barbershops are terrible, but all, everything you open is a wig shop or a bar, like, there's so many more things that we could own. There's, there's, you know, small insurance companies. There's, there's various types of retail. But all there's, that stuff there's, is um, that don't attract the the type of people they want. You get what I'm saying? So you got to you got to factor that in too. It's their environment. It's, it's all they know. I, I mean, it's sad, but that's all they know. 
It is. It is. And I, I did a, I did an entrepreneurial consultant group. Like I did uh, two years ago, I would do these meetings on either Zoom or Skype. And it was all ladies, all black. And they all did the same thing. Guess what their entrepreneurial business was? What two? I'll give you two guesses. They own beauty supply stores. Close. Hairstylist. Closer. <laughs> Hair braiding? Close. But, okay, here it is. They all... <laughs> no, y'all right with your beauty. You was in the right... You was in the parking lot. You was mm-hmm. on the street. With beauty, they all did custom... We call those... Uh, uh, we used to call them Lee Press on nails. I don't know what they are now. They're like enamel, acrylic. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about the nail nails, shop. and they and yeah, and they it's and, and I mean they made and everything in there. Yeah, they made bank doing nails, like all of them. And I, I thought it was a joke because after the fourth person said nails, I was like, all right, y'all need to quit winding me up. <laughs> like yeah, I no. know one of y'all, one of y'all got the uh, braid hair or have a like a own a, a apartment cleaning service no they all did nails and that was like and I, I was like okay you know this is representative of the percentage of the population that means a bunch of people uh are doing nails and listen being in motion pictures and stuff you know how many hair and makeup artists there are out there mm-hmm. and they you know consider themselves entrepreneurial Although that's another argument for another day, because honestly, I don't know how you go do hair and makeup when your joint is tore up. But, oh wow! But, oh wow! But, hey, I know you. <laughs> uh, look, I I'm, mean, a, look. I, I'm I'm not saying nothing because I don't want to get attacked <laughs> by by no woman talking about some. What you say about me patting the head and stuff? Well, no, 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 no. I'm not. Look, if you're gonna advertise your services, you need to be the most like make it a median you know, something subtle that you can sell. Don't like, you, you, what is that thing they do on the top of the eyes with the rainbow thing on the eyelid? You see that this big, like, that's, I'm like, I'm like, sure, that's not a selling point. Oh. You know, they're like, oh, I'm a hair and makeup artist. And I'm like, like, you know, like a, like a, like a artist artist or like. <laughs> well, you, you, you got Instagram models. I mean, so and again, again, it all my point. My point. We we got way off the point. But my yeah. point is, we can have <laughs> always. We can have all those different businesses. You know, especially you know, look. Everybody needs car insurance. Everybody needs. Uh, you know, there's a lot of products that you need to have, and let it be a black legit people business that you pay taxes on. Right, exactly, and it doesn't have to be a brick and mortar. Uh-huh. You can see the benefits. You could, right? You can't see the benefits if it's not legit. The reason why I'm right. saying this is because I'm not about to go into that right now. But it's a lot of benefits. Right. <laughs> Trust me, if you own a business, if you have an LLC or even a sole proprietorship, um, or a D or a DBA, which is what yeah. I teach people. Yeah, yeah, you, you can see a lot of benefits. As long as you have that EIN, it's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things you can write off every year. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. It's just right it, now because it, I got to pay taxes, but yeah. No, and again, it, it, and again, it, it's, it's deep. And we, I mean, you know, we laugh and, and make jokes and, and it's it's fun, but yeah, it, it's, it's deep stuff. And it, there's no easy answer. There's no short answer. You know, yeah, other not, than, not, and, and, and 
part of that is how just the economy is set up here. And, you know, there's, there's things that people have to do, you know, like we were saying earlier, just to get back to fundamentals and square one. And once you learn, once you learn the basics on how to handle your business, that's, you know, that's what they call a building block or a stepping stone. And then from there, or you can probably use like my three pillars I use. I use a uh, simple, my first pillar always is um, if I want something really bad, I wait about 30 to 60 days and then go back to mm-hmm. it to see if I, I still want it. My second pillar mm-hmm. is always if I got it, I can save it. So mm-hmm. um, if it's extra, I can save it basically. And my third, yeah. my third one is invest. But um, like like we were saying, most people don't know what to invest in. And I always tell people, you know, find a mutual fund, mutual mm-hmm. fund. You don't you don't lose nothing. I mean, unless the market really right. tanks, you really don't lose nothing on a mutual fund. Or or right. or even even some type of, uh, you know, moderate yield savings account. Yeah. At, 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 at minimum, you're not going to lose it like yeah. you might not make a whole lot right. but right that that's the the key to that is the more the, the more you save the more you make you just, right yeah you're in control of that yeah so um yeah it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of basics involved and i and i like i said i'm not trying to bust on anybody right. I, i'm telling you it's it, it, like i said it's 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 there's a lot of complexity to it um and it's not directed at any you know one Personal type of person, you know, everybody makes mistakes, obviously, and, oh, financial and we all we going to be yeah, and, yeah. and we all we all need guidance, but that that foundation really needs to be there. But again, these are adults. I'm not going to roll up on them and say, "Hey, you're doing this. You need to do this," or "You're doing this wrong." Yeah, imagine rolling up on somebody and say, "Hey, nice room. <laughs> right. Did you invest?" And and I'm not saying I'm not saying everybody who has rims and flashy stuff is doing that. I'm just saying the people I know, a lot of people I know, you know, and 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 it's not even so much that their kids don't have uh like the basics, it's that their kids can't read well and their kids aren't doing they're not they're not functioning on the level they should because of the parents' obsession, basically with you know themselves and with appearances and with ego and with i got something nobody else has and i mean y'all know well, the that, drill yeah that's that's that, that falls on the lines of the parents not investing in their children with time right uh, <laughs> exactly remember don't y'all remember that song the children i believe the children is our our, our future yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That wait, was she? She was the original person to say that. What? That was what the the greatest love of all, right? Yeah. I thought that was an old song. No, that's Whitney. That's not. A, that I was, thought that was. But I, I thought she, she remade it. Though. Yeah, that's what I thought nah, she remade. That's it. that's. I will always love you. That was Dolly Parton. No, I know that. I ain't talking about that. Talking, <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the bodyguard song? No, I, the greatest love of all has to be old though, because I believe my sister and them class sang that at their graduation. That was dead gone seventy nine. I or, didn't want to date myself, but yeah, we sung that in our uh, middle school. <laughs> oh, I'm old. I'm old. I'm, I'm the oldest one on here. I bet I'll be fifty this year. Oh wow! You'll be fifty this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll be 50. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Just yeah. tell me about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I want you to go ahead and tell everybody your uh, stuff again. This way they can link and meet up with you, man, because this has been hilariously fun. <laughs> Look, yeah, I had look, a great time. Look, in poor Q, because Q was not expecting this. I'm sorry, Q. I should have warned you. <laughs> Me and Skip goes go back. We can have a conversation, and that conversation can turn into just me and him just going back and forth. So, Q, I got to give you a round of applause for being so patient. <laughs> That's right. What, what you should do is record a bunch of stuff after we hang up, and then just send it to Kenny, and he'll splice it in. <laughs> and you, 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 and you could be like, Skip, you don't know what you're talking about. Blah blah blah. blah. And then put it. Nah, he'll put it. It'll, it'll, it'll sound so natural. <laughs> I like it just the way it is. <laughs> well, well, that's I. I really enjoy talking to y'all. Um, the the info, uh, skippulley.com is basically where you can find everything. If y'all are into reading, um, and even if you are into uh, poetry and spoken word, and you're not into reading. Uh, my, I took what was in my books of poetry, and I released um, a complete anthology spoken word, which is on streaming platforms. But you have to go to SoundCloud right now to hear it all. Just search uh, Skip Pulley, or I believe it's SoundCloud.com forward slash Skip Pulley. Um, the book of poetry and essays and prose is called Unto My Soul. It's super cheap. It's like a dollar ninety nine, and I tell people all the time, "How come you ain't got two dollars? You got all this money for all this, money. you ain't got two dollars, but whatever." I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to bust on anybody. Um, and then I have a book that I wrote um, uh, that was uh, published in twenty fourteen. It's existential philosophy. It's called uh, "Always Never Forever." Uh, it's still also pretty inexpensive. It's about five ninety nine on Amazon. So you can search uh, Skip Pulley author page on Amazon and see both of those. Um, and uh, anybody who reads and gives a review, uh, you definitely get uh, discounted merchandise from my online store. So it's a win-win. <laughs> um, I, I always try to offer uh, everyone something. Um, I know time is limited and I love to read, but I don't have all the time I want to read. So I understand how it is. Um, but, uh, that's basically it. Um, and I, I really had fun talking to y'all. Yeah, man. And, uh, this was, Always. this was really, it was really enlightening. And I hope, uh, some people can listen to some of this and get something from it. Oh yeah. I hope they get something from it. I hope that it's not the five hookers in the bag of cocaine. I hope they can, <laughs> they can at least I don't know, afford I don't know what kind hookers, of, I don't know what kind of job but, somebody got that can get that with a refund but yeah but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a pretty good refund going yeah. by going by uh the uh the average uh hooker and cocaine prices yeah, right now true, so yeah, it's a, little, <laughs> a little outrageous like gas right now a little outrageous <laughs> not that i partake but i just know you know they yeah you, we can't help we can't help but know yeah you know, yeah. But, you know. you know, like, share, subscribe, like always, everybody. Um, and as always, if you want to support, there's links. 
uh, just a dollar a month is is great support for your support group because hey, we like to support you. So if nobody told you today, I love you, man, and we out. Peace out. I love you. I love you too. I love you, bro. Sis, <laughs> y'all take care. One love. Hi, I'm Kenneth, and this is your support group. Thanks for tuning in.